In the past 48 hours, we have been given examples of two opposite ends of the spectrum. On one side, we have two strong women, Bethany Hamilton and Riley Gaines. Two women with actual courage, willing to use their platform to speak out against the insanity. Willing to take a stand for what's right. If I didn't know the real meaning of feminism or feminist, I would think these two women represent feminism. They are fighting for the rights of future young women to enjoy the same experiences that they had growing up in sports. Playing sports against other women instead of playing sports against someone who chooses to identify as a woman. We're all adults here. I don't think I need to explain the difference between a real woman and the type of women who inhabit the WNBA dump. On the other side of the spectrum, you have what I like to call the conformist. Becky Sauerbrunn. KC, who in the hell is Becky Sauerbrunn? When her name popped up into my newsfeed yesterday, I thought she was the general manager of Oscar Mayer. I mean, the name fits. All wieners need a good Sauerbrunn. The Sauerbrunn is a proud graduate of Woke U. She majored in gender identification under the tutelage of Rachel Levine with a minor in culinary arts where she learned to perfect the grilled Woke wiener. Upon graduating, Becky joined a group of other women who closely resemble men on the U.S. women's national team in soccer. One of our favorite teams here on the channel because... It features America's most famous prepubescent boy, the woman who has tried and failed many times to impregnate the Sue Bird, Megan Rapinoe. The other day, we talked about legendary surfer Bethany Hamilton publicly stating that she would not compete in competitions that the World Surfing League allowed dudes to compete against women. The World Surf League, they didn't call them dudes. I believe the woke term is transgender women or woke women. But it's all the same. It's all the same. You can call yourself a transgender woman if you want, but if you still have a propeller in your pants, you're a dude. Bethany Hamilton claimed men have an unfair advantage in surfing over women. Her claims were not confirmed by a biologist like the Fauci lizard. And I don't know shit about surfing, but I tend to believe her. When it comes to anything athletic, men always have a physical advantage over women. One person who didn't choose to believe her was Becky Sauerbrunn. She wrote an op-ed in something called the Springfield News Leader, America's leading source of news in the community of battery-powered wanker spankers. This op-ed was lengthy and painfully boring to read. The bun goes into detail about her experiences growing up as a female athlete. All the trauma, the hardships, the tribulation, all of the things that she's had to overcome as a born victim due to her gender. She recounts the times where she wasn't being paid fairly as a pretend soccer player. The men are making millions. We can't even make $100,000. We fought hard to receive money that we haven't earned. The Baxter claims to have empathy towards all people, except half the country. It seems Becky Sauerbrunn doesn't have empathy for real women, even though she claims to be one because she's fighting for the demise of women's sports. This entire article was a colossal waste of time because the point was made in the first paragraph. I can assure you, transgender women are not a threat to women's sports. Oh, really? The way I see it, 
There are two big threats right now to women's sports. The first threat is irrelevancy. If leagues like the NBA or college sports like football and basketball ever stop subsidizing women's sports, they would no longer exist. In this current political climate, that is unlikely to happen for now. But the biggest threat right now in women's sports is the media pushing for men to take them over. According to Becky Sauerbrunn, this threat is just being overblown. I find her stance incredibly interesting. The Bun is an Olympic gold medalist. She's a two-time winner of the World Cup along with her sister in woke Megan Rapinoe. She won all these accolades competing against other women. But what would happen if the Bun and the boy had to compete against men in soccer? They should welcome this opportunity, right? According to their own words, they wouldn't be at a disadvantage. Women can do anything men can do. We are all equal. Yeah, yeah. There's that word again. Equal, equality, the great myth. I have no idea what would happen if the U.S. women's team competed against the men. I have a pretty good idea what would happen. They would probably lose 100 to nothing, but that's just a theory. That's just my theory. However... I do know what the result would be if they competed against teenage boys. Back in 2017, the women were preparing for the World Cup. In order to prepare, Megan Rapinoe decided it would be a good idea to run a scrimmage against prepubescent boys. Kind of makes sense, right? Megan Rapinoe dreams of being a prepubescent boy. What better way to make that dream a reality than by surrounding yourself with actual prepubescent boys and ask them how they made this miraculous transformation happen? I did some digging. I found pictures from the scrimmage. Check it out for yourself. More specifically, check out the bottom left-hand corner. There you have an example of a real teenage boy and a grown woman pretending to be a teenage boy. Now, just to be clear, this scrimmage featured a group of professional female soccer players, supposed athletes that the mainstream media describes as the best in the world. They were playing against a group of young men under the age of 15. What was the result? <laughs> the real prepubescent boys beat the fake prepubescent boys 5-2. to two. Now, I don't know shit about soccer, but I'm pretty sure losing by three goals is considered a blowout. Grown women dominated by teenage boys under the age of 15. So I find it incredibly strange and hypocritical that Becky Sauerbrunn claims men have no physical or competitive advantage over women. She claims to be a fighter for women's rights. I'm fighting for the rights of all women. But her rhetoric and propaganda has a lasting negative impact on actual women. The other day when talking about Bethany Hamilton, I theorized that she was likely inspired to speak out because of the courage of Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines is a former collegiate swimmer who has first-hand experience of what it's like to compete against dudes. She was an All-American swimmer at Kentucky who lost her spot at the NCAA Championships last year. Why did she lose her spot? In the name of equity, the NCAA decided to give her spot to Leah Thomas. 
Ever since, Riley Gaines has been front and center fighting against this bullshit. She's been interviewed numerous times on Fox News, other podcasting platforms. She once revealed the traumatizing experience of sharing a locker room with Leah Thomas. Riley Gaines, several other young women, they asked the NCAA for a separate locker room. They didn't feel comfortable being naked in front of a strange-looking man. Their complaints fell on deaf ears. The NCAA told them, We refuse to accommodate you, you fucking diva. Leah Thomas is not a man, she's a woman. Maybe you should talk with her and see how much you have in common. Soon after, Riley Gaines figured out she has nothing in common physically with Leah Thomas. As Leah was changing into her bikini, the young woman noticed a giant swinging propeller attached to her body. At this point, they knew there was no way for them to compete. They're using arms and legs to swim. Leah Thomas has a gas-powered motor in her pants. This week, Riley Gaines was invited to the State of the Union, an event where she was surrounded by mostly shit fucks. She chose to use the platform to speak out against men invading women's sports. Joe Biden is trying to change the language in Title IX. He wants to redefine the word sex. Yeah. Sex no longer means man or woman. It now means gender identity. Gender is no longer forced upon you at birth. It is now your choice to be whoever you want to be. Listen to this speech given by Riley Gaines in a city overrun by shit fucks. You tell me, who has more courage? Riley Gaines or Becky the Sour Bun? Roll the film. Having only one trophy, the NCAA told me that I would go home empty-handed and this trophy would go to Thomas. And when I questioned this, the NCAA told me that Thomas had to hold it for photo purposes. I was shocked. I felt betrayed and belittled, reduced to a photo op. But my feelings didn't matter. What mattered to the NCAA were the feelings of a biological male. In 1972, Congress enacted Title IX to end unjust sex discrimination in all aspects of education, including college athletics. But by allowing Thomas to displace female athletes in the pool and on the podium, the NCAA intentionally and explicitly discriminated on the basis of sex. Although the NCAA claimed it acted in the name of inclusion, its policies in fact, in fact excluded female athletes. But that is not all. In addition to being forced to give up our awards, our titles, not opportunities, the NCAA forced female swimmers to share a locker room with Thomas, a 6'4", 22-year-old male who was fully intact with male genitalia. Let me be clear. We were not forewarned. We were not asked for our consent, and we did not give our consent. Ten years ago, if a man stepped into the women's locker room, they would have him arrested. The media would call him a pariah, a sexual predator. Today... Today, if that same man claims to identify as a woman, the media calls it progress. Yesterday, Riley Gaines claimed that she's received nothing but support from elite male and female athletes. Now, she didn't name names, but she insinuated that famous athletes from both genders have commended her for taking a public stand. The problem is they're all doing this privately. They refuse to come out publicly and support Riley Gaines and the millions of other young women that are being forcefully exposed to this bullshit. That dog won't hunt. Private support means nothing if you're not willing to take a stand publicly. 
Credit to Riley Gaines, Bethany Hamilton for their willingness to take a public stand. If you want a female role model, those are role models. Part of me wishes they would allow male soccer players to just take over the U.S. women's team. I want to see what Becky Sauerbronn says then when she loses her spot to a dude. I guarantee you her opinion would change. She's all about transgender women in sports when it has no effect on her personally. Since she's such an advocate, let some of these elite players over in Europe try out for the U.S. women's team. Let's see if she's an advocate then. But give me your thoughts. Becky Sauerbrunn is praised by the mainstream media for her stance on transgender athletes, while women like Riley Gaines and Bethany Hamilton continue to be criticized for standing for what's right. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.